What's going on, everybody? Uh, this is the, as you all know, the Be Great, the Be Great podcast. Yes, it is. Be Great, Be 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 Great podcast. I got somebody here with me today. Um, we're actually gonna talk and chit chat just a quick little minute for those who are uh, will listen. Um, you know, a special guest here. Uh, go ahead and uh, introduce yourself. Go ahead and tell them who you are. Um, and, 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 uh, now just go ahead and start with your name. Jasmere. Jasmere, Jasmere. How are you? I'm good. How are you? That's good. That's good. Uh, so I got, uh, my sister in Christ, Jasmere here. Um, you know, uh, she also happens to be just, just so happens, just, just so happens somehow, you know, to also be, you know, uh, uh, my lady friend here. Uh, nah, I'm playing with her. Uh, yeah, she's my girlfriend here. Um, you know, my sister in Christ, though, also. Probably probably most importantly, um, because truth be told, relationships, man. Relationships, relationships, relationships. They all got to be built on the right foundation. And, um, I mean, if you really want to be truthful here, we gotta we gotta quote the scriptures, you know, so that way we can really know what we're talking about. And scripture says in the beginning was the word. The, the word was with God and the word was God. And um and, and also it says that there was nothing made in this world. Um excuse me, everything that was made in this world was made through the world word, excuse me. And the word, and if we break that down, the word is actually broken down to mean, you know, Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ, you know, everything was made through him. So therefore, everything has to be—he has to be the foundation of all the things that we do. Amen. Um, if he—if he's not the foundation, then you know it, there's no success. Or if there is success, it—it's not—it's not pure. It's, it's going to lead you to a place that uh, you—if you continue to live in it, um, you just might not make it to heaven. You just might not make it home. And uh, but like I said, relationships—they got to be built on a solid foundation. Yeah. Jesus Christ, he's the rock. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's why I say, most importantly, first of all, she's my sister in Christ. That's always how it's going to be, 100%, you know? Um, never would have never, never would have gotten with her if she wasn't with Jesus. And I'm sure she could tell you herself it, it was probably the same thing with me, you know? Yes. She wouldn't have got with me if, if if I wasn't in Jesus at all. At at, at all, as you heard her say. Um, but no, nah, seriously, that's the most important thing. I believe our um, our relationship flourishes because of such a strong foundation in God, and then our relationship flourishes because of trust as well. The amount of trust that we have within each other and the security that we have in one another within our relationship. Um, so I don't go through all of these insecurities of feeling like um, he's cheating on me or any of those sorts because our foundation is so solid and our trust is so secure. So I don't have to feel any of those insecurities because we have a strong foundation. I'll say this also. This one is going to be a, a little bit hard for most people, but just because me and her are like girlfriend and boyfriend right now, it's just 
It's just things aren't um, th things aren't necessarily uh, right. We're not necessarily ready for that next step in the moment. But don't get it confused. Um, I, I believe one hundred percent that I heard from the Lord that she is she is my my wife and 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 I am her husband. Um, you know, and, and and that's a lot of confusion behind that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. People. You know, you've been led to believe that you have to go out here and quote-unquote shop and bargain and get the right deal, essentially. Go from store to store until you find the right product at the right price. Yeah. Um, but that's not that's not necessarily how it should go. I mean, God, God has the answer. God has the key. And you have to understand that relationships are not... Relationships are for purpose. Yeah, they're 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 for the purpose behind the relationship, you know. People have a hard time of, of submitting and giving their life up, you know, to the Lord. But the truth of the matter is, we're we're God's first, mm-hmm. and whatever God wants to accomplish with us requires the correct partnerships in life. Yeah, and and you know, even down to raising children, you can't. You can't raise a God-fearing child if one parent, you know... If you're unequally yoked, um, you can't do that. You definitely just can't do it. You got one parent in the household who, who loves the Lord, and then the other one who can't doesn't really care for him. It's, it's, it's going to be a constant pull and a battle and a fight. Um, you know, it's like... Take this for example. If you got the person who's saved and loves the Lord in a relationship... And let's let's dive off the off the parenting thing, but let's just talk about right like general relationships. If you were to go out here and get with somebody, she just mentioned unequally yoked. So take this for example: if you got one person who's, and it doesn't even have to be about Jesus Christ. What I'm about to say, it can literally be about anything else in this world. So so you got one person who loves the great outdoors. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we'll equate them to to like a imagine a a freshwater pond. Mm-hmm. Right. And then you got somebody else who who they decide to be with who doesn't ever want to be outside. You know, not necessarily saying it's a bad thing, but I mean, like, you know, they're like a bookworm or or they love watching TV or things of that nature or they play a lot of video games and stuff like that. Right. They don't ever they don't ever like to go outside and get active. Well, over time, there's going to be a divide and the people they are going to pull away from each other because one person's always going to want to be at the house and the other person's always going to want to be outside and and it's going to be a, a a sort of sort of it's going to be grudging you know a a, a a a drain on you to fulfill the other person's desires you're going to grudge to do it and and it's gonna it's going to be a pull and you're going to be like man why can't you just spend some time here in the house and then the other person's going to be saying why can't you Ah, you're always sitting in the side, you know, you're always, you're never doing anything, you're always so lazy or stuff like that. It's going to be a natural, a natural divide. And if you picture the, uh, a freshwater and saltwater, see, when freshwater and saltwater come together, um, quite frankly, they don't mix, number one. They do not mix. If you consider the Chesapeake Bay, there's a place where the Chesapeake Bay where uh, it's saltwater and then it's freshwater. Um, they, they, they do not mix together. The water literally, fresh water stays on its side and, and salt water stays on its side. It, it's kind of crazy, but it's really what, how it happens. And that's the thing. There always will be divided. 
You'll always be divided. Always. Never fails. Um, so you got to have the right person. And <clears throat> the problem is people don't people aren't patient. If you're not patient in life, you're not going to have your wife. And if you're not patient and willing to wait, you're not going to have your husband. But it in your waiting, I want you guys to realize that in the waiting, you need to be working on yourself. Getting a closer relationship with God and really understanding your worth. Because I find even as a female, sometimes we get so high in hearing that, oh, we need to get married. Oh, we need to have a husband. We can't wait to have kids. But then we forget our purpose, the our individual purpose of why we're placed on this earth. And we start wasting our time because we're waiting and feeling as though that we have to put our life on hold because we're waiting for the right person to enter into our lives when our life doesn't have to stop. We can continue to move forward and continue to become whole and healed. And while you are in the waiting process, allow God to show you the places that he's trying to discover in you. Because when you come together with your husband, you don't want two halves becoming a whole. You want a whole and a whole person becoming one. So you actually understanding and knowing who you are just helps him complement who you are. So him knowing your purpose and you knowing his purpose, you guys will be a reckon. A force to be reckoned with, actually. And really keeping God at the center. Really understanding the reason why God put you guys together. And you might not know that at all. But really understand that there is still purpose in waiting. There is still more for you to understand about your purpose while you are waiting. So even while you are waiting right now, really understand that you still have things that you need to work on individually. Things that you haven't even really discovered yet. God is real, still trying to pull on you about your purpose. But if you're just so distracted about the end goal of getting married, you'll never really get to know who you are. I'm going to uh I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and read you guys a scripture here. Um tag on it it went away. Where is it? Where is it? Did you search it? I did and then I tapped it and then it went away. Where did it go? Oh. There it is. Alright, cool. All right, so check this out. Where she was talking about, you know, the two parts become one. Uh, Jesus said it, you know, in Matthew 19. Uh, I'll say verse 6. It says, so then, New King James Version. Uh, so then, <clears throat> excuse me, they are no longer two, but one flesh. Therefore, what God has joined together, let not man separate. Right. And that's that's really right there what God is joined together. Now, of course, a lot what a lot of people don't realize is that boyfriend and girlfriend situations, the Lord doesn't even recognize it. Mm -hmm. God doesn't even recognize it. He only recognizes marriage. 
And there's a lot of deep study into that and, and, and why that's true. We're going to keep it surface. But God does not recognize boyfriend and girlfriend relationships. Mm-hmm. Why in the world would he recognize you constantly bouncing between five to ten different partners in a year or in two years? Why He's not going to recognize that because that's not, that's not, that's not, that's not, first and foremost, it's not even official. You want to talk about it, you don't go through no ceremony. You don't get signed no papers. You don't, you know, leave your mother and your father's house yeah. um, to become one. Yeah. Well, you're not supposed to. Um if you if your boyfriend and girlfriend sleeping together, properly. Uh, that, that you can't, you're sort of skipping steps there, but <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, but the one of the other thing that I wanted to read to you is that I got to search it because I didn't. I searched that scripture before I was going to search the one that I really wanted to read. Um, but um, the Bible says once I find it, I'll tell you where it's at. But the Bible says in the Book of Proverbs that um, if a man finds a wife. You know, he has found <clears throat> favor from the Lord. Favor from the Lord. If a man finds a wife, he's found favor from the Lord. Now, that's not exact. I, uh, I think Jasmine is just going to search it up for me. But what does that mean? A lot of people, when you read that, if a man finds a wife, well, that... When you read that, you, you immediately think, all right, well, I got to go out here and search for her. That's not the case. You know, he finds favor from the Lord. That means the Lord delights in him. Ah, see, here's what it is. Right here, Proverbs eighteen twenty two. it says, He who finds a wife finds a good thing and obtains favor from the Lord. But that doesn't necessarily mean that you go out here and search for the woman, right? Yes, you keep your eyes open. For that way, watch this. When the Lord reveals her to you, you yeah. see her. Yeah. And then you move on that. But not exactly you got to go out here and keep on shopping and choosing. You know, you need to know what to look for. And I think that's a big thing. Yeah. And I think I can't keep playing anymore and uh, keep procrastinating. I think I need to need to put that together. And I think... I think I need to talk about that on uh, June 18th. That's fine. I, there's a lot that I need to talk about. It is. And they need yeah. to start carrying themselves as a wife and as a husband. Because if you're carrying, waiting for the person to come into your life so that you can start acting as a wife. And if you're just sitting up here, just go bouncing around from person to person, once you are the true identity that God has placed inside of you, that you start exhibiting that, then you will start attracting the person that you're supposed to be with. When you're out of order, when you're out of position, it's going to be very hard for the person to really, for you to be attracted or be attractive to that person. It's going to be very hard because they can't tell who you are. Mm. I'm going to read this in a different translation for you. Hopefully you guys understand this. Um, it says in the TPT version, the Passion Translation. I actually like it. It doesn't have the full Bible, but it has a lot of uh, a lot of all the New Testament and then like two or three books of the Old Testament. Proverbs is included in that. And it says when a man finds a wife, he has found a treasure for she is the gift of God to bring him joy and pleasure. 
that that rhymed. Uh, but the one who divorces a good woman loses what is good from his house. To choose an adulteress is both stupid and ungodly. Mm. Somebody's reading this like, listening to this like, man, where where all these extra words come from? <laughs> but I mean, you know, yeah. there's 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 all reasons for that. This is not breaking that down, but there are lots of reasons for that. Um, but you know, I gotta I gotta tie this back in because let me I'm gonna take a second to talk about this right now because see, this is called be great. Yeah. And the reason this is called Be Great is because I hate when people say Be Great. Oh my gosh. I hate it. Because people say, Be Great, let me be great. I'm just going to be great. You know, all that other kind of stuff. But live beneath their means. And what do I mean? You can you can be a rich person, all this other kind of stuff. But if you're not fulfilling the purpose, yeah. if you're not fulfilling the assignment, you're not fulfilling the role that God has called for you to fulfill, then you're living beneath mm-hmm. those means. You're living beneath what you should be. And people say that stuff and they don't do anything different, whether it be naturally or spiritually. They'll say these things and and it'll just be to cover up, you know, whatever it is that they're doing. They won't change. They won't put any more into it. They won't learn any anymore. They won't go any differently. And I hate it, man, because it's a saying that never produces fruit. It's a saying that never produces fruit. It's just like if you remember the fig tree and Jesus walked up on it and it was supposed to, it, it was supposed to have fruit. It had green leaves out of season, but it had green leaves and signifying that it was supposed to have some fruit and 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 there was nothing on those vines yeah. and nothing on those branches, I mean. So he ended up re- uh, saying, rebuking it, saying it was going to bear no fruit no more. And the next day, that thing was withered up. That, that next thing that, that was withered up. It's just like, it's like people have... In the story with the, with the talents, the one uh, the guy who had the one talent, buried it. he he buried his talent. Mm-hmm. Okay, so how does that tie into people saying, "Let me be great. I'm just gonna be great." It's the fact that you know that you have power and potential. It's the fact that you have the keys. The fact that you have the ability to, and you bury it in the ground. You don't do anything with what you have, yeah. and then your end is, you know what? He comes back and he's like, "Wicked servant." You judge by your own words. That's exactly what he says. You are judged by your own words. Let me be great. Well, then you go your whole life, and what did you do? You were nothing near greatness. So now you're judged by your own words. It's the same exact thing. So anyway, we were talking about relationships, so let me tie it in. Let me tie it in. Let me find, find a way to get back to this scripture. Mm-hmm. So when a man finds a wife, he's found a treasure. Yeah. Right, for she is the gift of God. Now hold it, hold it. How is she the gift of God if the man found it? I just want to. I just want to make that clear. I just. I just want. I just want. I just want somebody to, to explain that to me. How was she God's gift if man found her? So what does that mean? Well, then, in my mind, if I were to take this and read the words for what the words read, not how they were not taking it back to original Hebrew, trying to break this stuff down. But if I were to look at it and read it like this, well, to me, it sounds like if she's the gift of God, well, then obviously God had to give her. But yet it says that man found her, which means that man, then God gave this woman, put her in the right place at the right time. Mm-hmm. And did it in so such a way that he allowed man to discover her. Right. So, 
but it's not that it's not that man necessarily found her. Oh, God knew and God gave. So therefore, if God gave, then it is a specific one who the Lord will give for you to have. And it's not it's not me going out here and figuring and, and, and picking and choosing and seeing what. OK, well, she has this. 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 She's here. Yeah, no. Yeah. No. It's not none of that other kind of stuff. This reasoning process that we go through. But it's rather when God gives her. Am I am I going to see her? Am I going to find her? You know what? Because when God gives her, I will found that treasure. Yeah. Right. And she's the gift of God, for she is the gift of God to bring him joy and pleasure. Which means there are plenty of women out here who we think might be this and might be that. But, you know, people don't ever ask why they have failed relationships. And, well, and the big thing about that is people don't ever assume that they're wrong in a relationship. But people don't ever ask why you have failed relationships. And people don't ever ask, like, man, this one's different. 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 And they all end the same. Yeah. They're all broken relationships. Yeah. They're all, you know, messed up. And people don't, people just don't seem to comprehend and don't seem to realize it. But it's because there's probably something within that person, whoever, whoever this is, probably with something within you that, you know, you don't necessarily know how to look. You don't necessarily know what, if God's going to give you the one that's going to give you joy and pleasure, well then, obviously, there must, there's probably something like this. Probably one, you don't really know yourself. You probably don't really know your role, okay? Um, <clears throat> you know, because if it's not in tune with God and not in line with Him, well then, what God is going to give you is not going to be in line with you because you're not in line with Him. That's secondly, right. Secondly, you know, you probably don't know you got to know, yes, you got to know yourself, but you also got to know what to look for. But if you don't know yourself, then you don't know what you should be looking for. So if you think that you are this, then you're going to look for things that complement that. When what God has for you is said, God's over here saying, son, son, daughter, that's not who you are. Right. I know who you are. Yeah. And this is the one who's going to give you that joy and pleasure. But you keep on going out here thinking that you're this and you're going out there and chasing that. Yeah. And you constantly end up with failed relationships and broken relationships because you don't know who you are. And because you don't know who you are, you don't know who to look for. And and you think you found the one when God's saying, run. That's real. And your your um what you like will change and evolve when you truly start having this relationship with God and you start evolving into your true identity. Your the things that are attractive to you start changing because you are now changing. The the appetite that you want, the things that you desire in a person starts changing because you are changing and you are evolving. So now the person that you are destined to be with now starts becoming attractive because now you're walking into your true identity and you're really knowing your worth now. And 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 now <clears throat> we can talk about the last scripture or the last part of that scripture. Um, we're gonna skip over the part that says divorce is a good woman. You know. <laughs> uh we're gonna skip over that. Uh but we're gonna jump straight to the bottom where it says to choose an adulteress mm. is both stupid and ungodly. Mm -hmm. Which means what why would he even have to point that out to us? To choose an adulteress. 
Why would we even choose an adulteress? Why would he have to why would he have to take the time to point that out? Why would he have to say that why would he have to let us know that we can choose somebody who is clearly wrong for us? Why would he have to let us know that we have the ability to make an ungodly decision in who we get with? Why 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 would he have to know why would he have to let us know that hey we can make a stupid choice in a woman? And heck, man, you even know you even know that you, you make stupid choices in, in women or or let me say it the other way around. Women make stupid choices in men. Because yeah. after the fact you'll say you're so stupid. Like, oh my gosh, that was so dumb. You know what I'm saying? That was not who I was supposed to be with. You know, that was not the right one. You know, you'll say all of these things after the fact. So you already know that you you're capable of doing it. And it's kind and if it's happened more than once over and over and over again. You know, you already know that something about you, you know, just it just, you know, you just you're not making the right choices anyway. You know, you, it's, it's almost as if you're incapable of making the right choices anyway. And I know that sounds harsh, but it's real. Like 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 if God don't direct you, then then how are you going to know what's good? Yeah. If, if the one who knows the end from the beginning and created the universe and created everything and is in everything, you know, then then how is it? How is it that? You know, he's not able to tell you who the right one is. How is it that he's not able to bring that to you at the right time and season? You know, but I, I will say this one last thing. And I could talk about this one last thing forever, but I'm just going to mention it. When you get to the place. If excuse me, if you ever get to that place where and I'm going to flip back to Matthew 19 for this one, switch my switch my translation back to New King James Version. And I'm gonna switch back to ooh, you are so you are in alphabetical. I don't like that in the Bible app. But like I said, um, if if you know when you get not not everybody's able to accept this, but if you ever get to this place, things in your life will accelerate because it it, it truly shows that you know you you are <clears throat> putting Jesus first. But in Matthew 19, I'm going to read starting at verse 11, probably down to verse 12. It says, but he said to them, and this is Jesus talking, all cannot accept this saying. So he says it right now, all can't do it, right? But only those to whom it has been given. For there are eunuchs who were born thus from their mother's womb. And there are eunuchs who were made by uh, eunuchs by men. And there are eunuchs who have made themselves eunuchs for the kingdom of heaven's sake. He was able to accept it. Let him accept it. And you know what's funny about that? Is is because... Let me break down what a eunuch is so you guys know what I'm talking about. A eunuch is someone who chooses to remain single for whatever the reason. I'm going to flip over to the TPT version so that way it'll read a little bit clearer for you. It says, Not everyone is meant to remain single. Only those whom God gives grace to be unmarried. Right? Uh, verse 12, for some are born to be, oh, excuse me, for some are born to celibacy. Others have been made eunuchs by others. And there are some who have chosen to live in celibacy for the sacred purpose of heaven's kingdom realm. Let those who can accept this truth for themselves. Right? So, you know, eunuchs, Celibacy, celibacy is a gift of the Holy Spirit. You know, he has to be able to, he has to give you that. 
You know what I'm saying? He, he literally just said, you know, some everybody doesn't have it, but um, <clears throat> every every it hasn't been given to everybody, mm-hmm. right? But when you get to that place where you say, Lord, I don't. If you want it for me, then Lord, let it be done. But I, you know, don't necessarily. I don't need that. I don't. I don't need that, God. I just want whatever you want. So if you want it. Then God and I, then I, then I'm, then I'm gonna go that route, God. And I want that because you want it for me, but I don't, I don't need that, Jesus. I don't, I don't need that. I don't, I don't want that. I don't have to have that, Lord. And when you are able to accept that, when you are able to accept, you know, what is unnecessary, sometimes He'll give you what's what's necessary. So when you're able to accept, you know, being alone, and sometimes people say that they are, and they're really not. God knows the difference. Yeah. He is able to tell your heart. You cannot be manipulate him. Yeah. He knows everything. So if your heart says, you know, that man, I, I can't I, I don't I don't think I can be alone. But you go and you pray and you say that, you know, I, I don't need anybody, then you're lying and you might as well go ahead and tell Jesus that, you know, I can't I can't I don't I don't want to be alone. I don't feel like I can be alone. Because, you know, he'll he'll embrace that humility before he'll ever embrace your pride and and um but when you're able to bear that and when you're able to accept that i believe that it'll it'll bring things to you sooner i know with jasmine it was literally probably like two days after i had said to the lord and he knows the difference of whether you mean it or not and or whether you're gonna mean it today and then one week later you're not gonna you're gonna fold so he knows the difference and when I had said that to the Lord, it wasn't probably like two days later or so is when I finally I finally felt like the Lord had spoken to me and, and told me to be with her. It wasn't it wasn't about two days later. Now I'm not saying that's gonna be the same for everybody, but I know that that's what it was for me. It's all about time and season. God could have waited. God could have let it last longer. God could have, you know, we don't we don't have to be where we are right now, is what I'm saying. Yeah. But um but when you're able to do that when you because when you do that here's why when you do that you genuinely make him first. You genuinely make him first. And when you genuinely make him first, then the word then the word applies, you know. Um no good thing will he withhold from those who walk uprightly. Mm-hmm. And and when you do that then, you know, his heart is moved to 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 move for you much sooner in your life um so when you're able to accept that when you're able to go that way when you when you have that as as jasmine loves to say heart posture um then 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 he'll he'll move for you yeah um i I don't think jasmine has anything else to add um Um, no not really just no i don't have anything else to add i see she has a cash app open she must be about to sow a seed into me (laughs) Um. Uh, well, well, blessings, blessings, blessings. Uh, but no, I, I'm gonna go ahead and end it here. Listen, 31 minutes, 32 minutes, about to be. Yeah. Um. This is just. This is just. This is just. I'm just. I'm gonna be honest with you all. Even if nobody listens to this, I don't even give a dag on. I. I just. I'm just. I'm just really tired, man. I'm just really tired of people stealing from themselves. You can't. You can't say that you're gonna be something yeah. 
and then you won't do anything to have it. Yeah. And then when your life is unfulfilled, you want to blame the people in your life that, that you look at and didn't help you. You want to blame the, the opportunities in your life that you didn't have, the things that didn't work out. You want to blame some people, you know, you want to blame the devil for things, you know. But God's looking at you like, no, it was you. Yeah. It was you. You didn't do what yeah. you needed to do. You didn't live up to your own words. Yeah. You didn't live up to what you said that you were. You know, and, and, I, and people do this all the time, and I hate it. I absolutely hate it. Because it's it's unnecessary. Everybody, everybody has a greatness. Everybody has a greatness to whatever the degree, right? To whatever the degree, everybody has a, has a greatness within them. Your greatness is not my greatness. Right. All right. My greatness is not your greatness. But the reason I know everybody has a greatness is, Jasmine, can you pull up the scripture for me? It was, type in, go ahead and search in the search bar, greater works than these. Right, right there. Wait a minute, because the. You're in TP two. Well, I didn't even realize I was gonna read this. Okay. But if I love the son and shows him all things that he himself, uh, that he himself does, and he will show him greater works these that you may marvel. Mm mm. This ain't the one that I want. Uh, I'm not blaming you for it. I'm just. I'm just uh change the translation. No, no oh it's in T V D Okay. Alright. John fourteen. I know that probably got really loud. I brought the, I brought the uh, phone close to me. John fourteen verse twelve. It says, Jesus talking here. You know I gotta get hey, you know hey, you know I gotta get you the big dog. Hey. But um some people, you know. But anyway, Jesus Jesus says John fourteen twelve. Most assuredly, I say to you, he who believes in me, the works that I do, he will also he will do also. Excuse me, and greater works than these he will do, because I go to my Father. Now Jesus said, we do greater works than him. The one who was perfect, the one who walked the earth, the one who 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 who's God in the flesh, right? He said that we would do greater works. Don't please don't don't do this. He said we would do greater works, right? That means everybody has a greatness. Everybody has a greatness inside of them. That if you would allow the Lord to do it, let him bring it out of you, then, then your greatness will be achieved and it will be tangible. You'll see it and it will manifest in your life. But you have, to, you have to allow God to bring it out of you. You have to, you have to get with him because he's the only one who has the keys to the greatness. I mean, if, even if he gives you the keys of the, to the greatness, but, you know, he has to tell you where to, how to use them and how to apply them in your life, you know, even if he gives you those keys, I mean. Um, but, you know, you got to get it through him. And, and I'm personally trying to help you do that. I want you all to be great. I do. I really genuinely do. That's why I hate it when people, when people say it and they don't do it. But anyway, uh, y'all y'all go ahead and be blessed. I'm done talking about this. Y'all enjoy yourself. Hey, man, share this podcast, you feel me? Share this podcast. Follow me on Instagram, b3.great. B3.great. B, the number three, dot great. 
because somebody took B great and you know you shouldn't have did that, homie. But uh, B three dot great. Um, I got a lot of on there. I have a lot of cryptocurrency teachings because you know money. You know what I'm saying? Greatness is in everything. You feel me? Jesus wasn't poor. He just became poor that we could become rich. So, hey, hey, I got a lot of crypto teachings on there. I'm I'm about to start, you know, getting, you know, a whole lot more spiritual. You feel me? Spiritual. I real spiritual in here. You heard me, homie? But, uh, but yeah, for real. Now, go ahead and follow that. Um, um, uh, B3great.net. That's the website. Go ahead and get on there. I'm going to start posting a whole lot more stuff. You know, write-ups, record videos, recordings, all that good stuff. You feel me? All of it. So seriously, man, go ahead and uh, and uh, and get what God has for you, for real. All right, I say, uh, I say, uh, take it easy, everybody. Jasmine, go ahead. All right, bye.